Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein. And I'm Mark Scarborough. And this is Cooking with Bruce and Mark, and we have an amazing recipe to do today. We have a completely game changer, I think. I think it's like the new kind of recipe. Well, I should say, it's an exclusive recipe to this podcast, but it is based on recipes in our brand new book, The Turbo Blender Dessert Revolution. What did you say what that is? Actually published this week. And it is a revolution because we are making everything from... Get it? Blender's Revolution. Yeah, get it? Get we're it? We're making custards and puddings and cream pies, as well as brownies and cakes and muffins, all in a turbo blender. What is a turbo blender? A turbo blender that, as we defined it, is one of those really expensive kitchen tools you've bought. It's got high RPMs and high horsepower. So if if your turbo blender Whatever you've got at home, which you're a very expensive smoothie maker, (laughs) if it can grind wheat berries into flour and it can heat soups up to serving hot, then you have the right blender for us. So basically, we're talking about people with a Vitamix, people with a Blendtec, or with a Wearing Extreme. Yep. So those are the three major brands that are out there. People said, well, I have a Ninja. Does that work? And no. No. Ninjas work as food processors. They do great at chopping, but they can't heat things. Right. Remember those two things. And and some ninjas can't even grind wheat berries into flour. It has to be able to grind grains into flour in the blender. And it has to be able to, like, you could throw soup, uh, broth and carrots and dill in it and make hot carrot soup. It's amazing. So we we actually, Mark and I were on QVC selling our pressure cooker book about a year and a half ago. And they were selling Vitamixes. It was today's special value. They sold like 60,000 of them. They did. And we were watching them make this hot soup. And Mark said to me in the green room as we watched this, well, why can't we take that instead of doing soup? Why can't we just put in the milk, the sugar, the eggs, the chocolate, and the flour and have pudding? And I said, I don't know. Let's see if it works. And we had Vitamix at home. So we went home. We tried it. And it worked. So then we tried it with vanilla pudding and poured that into a pie crust and we had cream pie. And And then we made ice creams and then we took it even farther and we put wheat berries in the container and without dirtying another bowl. We ground the wheat berries into flour, added chocolate butter, sugar, eggs, had brownie batter, poured it into a pan without dirtying another bowl and baked it. And get this, we made whole grain brownies. But we don't tell anyone that. We don't even <laughs> emphasize that in the book. But we're actually grinding the grains from scratch in the same container we're making the the batter. And it, it it's really crazy. In fact, it's I went out, uh, what, a month ago? And I shot an entire craftsy class on this making desserts in a blender. And that craftsy class will be up in a few weeks. And but... we will have a discount code for 50% off at bruceandmark.com so you can get the class. And, and you can actually watch me cook on camera, like real cook, <laughs> like, wow, I did it all by myself. Yeah, without Bruce. <laughs> I, it was crazy. And so now uh, the book is published, and we wanted to present an exclusive recipe just for this podcast. So I came up with a lemon pudding. And it's this so good. Lemon pudding is almost mousse-like when it comes out of the blender. It's really kind of crazy. And so we're doing it in two steps. And you don't need to write it down because the recipe will be on our website. So it's a can of sweetened condensed milk, a 14-ounce can, a cup of whole milk, two large eggs and two large egg yolks now we put all of that into the big blender canister and if your blender has a separate canister from grinding grains no recipe in our book ever uses that canister you don't need it for our recipe because we're using such low amounts so obviously there's no grains in pudding but we're using such low amounts that of grains that we can grind them right in the regular canister two you have to check before you start any of these recipes the lid the knob on top of the lid 
on your blender, right? Because yes. it needs to have vent holes in it. it Why is that? It needs to be designed so that steam can escape as it heats up. And the right. wearing extreme doesn't have that designed in, but the Blendtec does and the Vitamix does. Because as we heat this up, steam is going to build up and the steam has to get out or pressure will build up and your lid will fly off and you will have pudding dripping from the ceiling. So, and this is going to be a trick. And you, if you have this wearing blender, you're going to have to set that little knob in the top of the of the lid askew, askew yeah. as you move forward. There is something else you need to make this before we even start. We've got our milk and our sweetened condensed milk and our eggs and our egg yolks in there. But before we even turn it on, we have to do another thing. And that is you need to have either an instant read meat thermometer handy. We talk about that all the time, don't we? We do. <laughs> and you need to have one handy or you need to have a laser thermometer. And if you use an instant meat thermometer, make sure you clean the pork off <laughs> of it. Like clean it because you're going to have to take the temperature of this. Now, this seems a fussy step. But listen, to make this pudding without ever turning on the stove, this creamy, moussey, light, delicious lemon pudding without ever turning on the stove, it seems a small trade-off, doesn't it? Yeah, because you're going to have to heat this up to not just a safe temperature for eggs, but a temperature that cooks the eggs, just like you would do on the stove. It's basically almost just below the simmer. So first, we're going to turn it on, and we're going to let it go till it's 120 degrees. And when it starts to feel warm, the canister starts to feel warm and steam is coming up, then if you're using an instant read meat thermometer, you turn the machine off. And off. Then you stick, make sure you turn it off. And then you stick the thermometer and check the temperature. With a laser thermometer, you have to take the knob out of the center of the lid and shoot the laser Which down. is what I do. If you watch me, uh, when the crafty class is eventually out and you watch me do this, you'll see me endlessly standing up over the top of the blender and shooting the laser right down. And we should say how you shoot the laser into this because that's important too. And it has to go right down into the vortex, right to the bottom, which is where These things make the a tornado of activity. But the and thing to know is it's not heating up because of the motor you nope. know these are three horsepower motors no nope. the friction of the blades it's so fast that the friction of the blades into the liquid is what's heating up the liquid three horsepowers when i was a kid we used to go fishing in this old broken down boat that the neighbors had and it had a one and a half horsepower engine off the back of it so now so. your blender has twice that <laughs> it's an evan root evan root should make blenders okay so first we're going to heat this mixture up to 120 Okay, so that took about four minutes. Four, four and a half minutes. And it's going to take varying amounts of time based on how cold the eggs are and how cold your room is, the ambient temperature. And you notice for this recipe, because the Vitamix or the Blendtec or the Wearing Extreme Pro work so efficiently, we didn't even have to put those eggs and egg yolks at room temperature. We just no. dumped them right from the refrigerator and the milk right from the refrigerator in the blender canister. So cold canister. milk, cold eggs, and it heated up. So now we're going to take the lid off and we're going to add our lemon juice and we're not going to worry about curdling that milk now because that's it's already about, be a that, little bit of a custard. Right. That's about a quarter cup of lemon juice yep. and two tablespoons of cornstarch. Right. Which will thicken it. a little salt, a quarter teaspoon of salt we're going to put in here. If you want, you could add a little lemon extract, but you don't have to. How that's much? an optional. I would put about a half a teaspoon if you're using it. Okay. But you don't have to nope. do that. You can just make it this way, a quarter cup. And I would say use for this, use fresh squeezed lemon oh, yeah. juice, not the pasteurized stuff in the bottle. It doesn't have enough acid pop and we want a really sour pop to this. So now we're going to put the lid back on it and now's the trick point. We're going to go until it's at least 170 degrees. If it goes over, that's okay. Yeah. You could go up into the upper 170s, but that's as high as you want to go. And that will set it. That will make the egg set. It'll be hot enough for the cornstarch to thicken it. And you're going to pour out pudding. If you are using a laser thermometer, 
Here's what I do. I get this thing going up, and I, I always start it low and then bring it up to high speed so it doesn't splatter everywhere. But I, but however you do it, when you get it up to high speed, I take the center knob off at this point, and I keep shooting the laser thermometer down into the vortex. And you want to go way down in the vortex, and you want to take temperatures into the center of the vortex and along the walls, and you're never going to hit with a laser thermometer the exact temperature of 170. You're going to kind of have to average. You're going to have like 165 and 174 and 175 and 169. You're going for right at 170 at the core. But when you start to see those numbers in the 170s, you're done. And so let's go. This is probably going to take us another three or four minutes. So this is now at 170 and we're going to take the lid off and pour this into, we have four large pudding cups. This probably serves six, but I'm doing it into four here. And <laughs> it's, it's a really big serve. And it's even thickened already. It is, and it's almost mousse-like from all the whipping in the blender. And did we turn on a stove? We did not turn on the and stove. And did we have to make sure ingredients were at room temperature? We did not. We did not. All we did is use this blender to actually set the eggs and make a really crazy pudding. Now, we're not ready. Unfortunately, Bruce is right. It's thick, but this thing needs to go in the fridge and it needs to set for about six hours. Um, now, if you like warm pudding, you could go get it from the fridge in two hours. Need it still warm. Yeah. And it won't be as fully set, but it's this great stuff. No, it's yeah, six hours or up to a couple days. Yeah. But once it gets cold in the fridge, cover it with some plastic wrap yep. over the ramekins. So let's let it set aside and then we'll taste it. So these have chilled. The custard cups are I'm cold. Already, I'm sorry. I'm already eating this. I um, want to eat this. It's, oh man, this is. It's not like a. Oh, it's man. not like a lemon meringue pie filling. No, it's richer and smooth. It's almost like a lemon mousse. Oh, but, it's like a French lemon mousse. But it's not as airy and spongy. Uh, this. The texture of so this pudding crazy. is beyond. It's so, really amazing. It's pretty thick. It holds. We've we've let this go overnight, so it will hold. When I cut it, it the walls of the pudding stay stable. Yeah. Which leads me to think that I could pour this into a pre-made crust and make a lemon cream pie pudding pie. Yeah, you thing could top it, it with whipped cream or with a meringue. And let me tell you about whipped cream and the turbo blender. Oh I'll my Tell gosh. you how to do it in our new book. You pour heavy cream and a little powdered sugar into your blender canister. It takes about ten seconds. If if. And the thing is, it doesn't whip a lot of air in, so you don't get the light, airy cream. You get a dense, rich, almost like a double cream. I'm not. But it's it's amazing. I, so I, I'm not ever eating this. And it, it's so, sorry. It's so, sorry, I got to swallow. It's so delicious that it just kind of melts. It's got this, this. I don't want to say marshmallow fluff because it's not that sticky. No, no, it's, it's just not. very light and airy. It's just gorgeous pudding. And I cannot believe we can do this without ever turning on the stove. So if you want this recipe, check out our website, bruceandmark.com. And if you want the book, well, check out wherever fine books are sold or check out our website. We do have a link on our website. Yeah, to, to the, the book. Turbo Blender Dessert Revolution. It's just fantastic. To hear us cook through more recipes, check out Cooking with Bruce and Mark every Friday. And to listen to us take down culinary myths, one by one. Catch the short episodes of this podcast on Tuesdays. And subscribe so you won't miss a single episode of Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And if you get this book, The Turbo Blender Dessert Revolution, you know we're always here. Contact us through the website and we will answer all the questions because this is a whole new way to bake and cook.